Everybody, oh, on the premiere episode of This and That, we go to a secret location in Ottawa, interview Mr. Jones under curfew, see if we can get this done before. I instead, I'm old school with a piece of paper. <laughs> nah, it's cool, it's already written. Yeah. Oh, what? You want me? <laughs> ah, we lit. <laughs> oh, sorry, man, please. <laughs> We is it. <laughs> All this this COVID shit, you feel me? Matter of fact, it's Mr. Jones. It's the kid Link. Yo, what's good? How you doing? Bless. Where you originally from? Well, first of all, thanks for having me, bro. Uh, oh, thank appreciate you. Uh, thank you. you know, for coming. Yeah, You're the first guest. Yeah, Come man. Here. Well, I'm I'm blessed. Hundred percent, man. Um, yeah, uh, I'm from. I was born in Ottawa, at the Mumford Hospital, Montfall. It's like the only French one there. I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, and uh, I pretty much grew up uh, like in Ottawa and in Gatineau. I was raised in Gatineau. So. So how um what made you like get into rap like what was like the first album you heard that made you want to rap first album I not song that's too easy album well i mean i grew up in the era where like eminem was coming up and stuff obviously you know like he was like an influence um a biggie smalls you know mm -hmm. i I, okay. I think i listened to that cd born again man i repeat like numerous times man like driving on my firebird man 87 yeah. firebird like you know 16 years old. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to listen to it. Oh, no, eh? When I came out. Yeah, I wasn't even allowed to watch that shit. My mom, I wasn't allowed to listen to rap when I was young. Oh, no. At all. Damn. Unless it was on award shows when the, with the curses bleeped out. Yeah. Or um, on the radio sometimes. Well, I mean, to be honest, I don't, I don't uh, blame your parents, man. Like, I don't... I try not to let myself listen to it, you know? But, like, sometimes, like, it's like, whatever. Like, I'm in the car and it's playing, so... yeah. Well, I try to put the radio for my kid there, but like, I mean, you know, I feel that music can influence a child, man. Like, it can, you know. And I started listening to it. Like, believe it or not, I used to be like, uh, this, I used to be in a like a punk band, man. I used to play bass in a punk really? band. Really? Yeah, man. And um, I, used to, I used to skateboard and all that shit, you know, when I was younger. And then like my mom moved out, and I was living with my brother, and I kind of realized like the true colors of life at that point, you know. And then like I, I heard like a Tupac song or something. Uh, in a snowboarding movie, and I was like, oh shit, like it was good, you know? Yeah, man. And then, uh, <coughs> so then I started listening to like more like underground hip hop beats, you know? And then, like, like boom bap, and eventually it just it evolved, you know what I mean? Like, music is ever evolving, man. It is. So, so, so did I, you know what I mean? So I evolved, I started listening to more rap music, and because I was able to, <laughs> how do you say that, relate to the lyrics, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, so Born Again was yours? Or um or Eminem's? Eminem Eight Mile movie. That was that was your giant. When the movie came yeah, out, yeah. I like that joint. That was dope. What what, how, what that was O three, O two? I think O three, O two. I was like <coughs> I was like in ninth grade. I was like fourteen. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was my that, I like that movie. 
I like that movie a lot. Yeah, it's inspirational, you know? Yeah, it did. What, um, <coughs> what age did you record your first song? I was about, uh, I was in high school, for sure. I went to, like, Steve's music shop, and I bought, like, a little, uh, I think it was, like, eight-track recorder, you know? You gotta, I think I plugged in, like, a stage mic in it or something like that, you know? But, like, it was my first little recording uh, station, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because nowadays it's all digital, like, mm -hmm. it's, like, all computers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, a standalone little machine. You plug it in the wall, and that's it, and then you record, and couldn't even do any effects, and then you had to... You could bounce four tracks onto one after, so like end up making a song, you know, like did some freestyle. I started freestyling at first, right? And, <coughs> and then it evolves, right? At first you do it for fun, man. In the corner, man, like, you know, with their buddies, man, like sipping some 40s, you know what I'm saying? And then like on the bus stop or some shit, you know what I mean? <coughs> Have you, um. Smoking spots at the bus stop, man, before, the game, before school, you know? Like. Have you, um. Have you ever. Have you ever went by another rap name? That's a good question. No one ever asked me that question. Um, I did before, yeah. When I first started out, it was All Kinetics. That was my, my rap name. I thought yeah. it was cool, man. You know, I was uh, I was more like, I used to be more technical, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, so was I. So, I was techie-techie. Yeah. <laughs> I was really But now I, I, I look outside the box. I do a little bit of everything, you know, a little bit for everybody. Mm -hmm. And it all depends on how on my mood, or, or sometimes my producer will just drop a beat, man, and that beat's gonna trigger a certain mood, and then mm -hmm. that's it, man. That's the emotion that's coming out on that track. Like I don't really, I don't even record. Give myself a genre, you know what I mean? I consider yeah. myself an artist, like you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All kinetics. Well, my shit was the same. How about you, man? Mine was Link. It's been Link, but the first name was Delinquent. Oh shit, hey, yeah. And, and that was like uh like my mom when I was young, like, oh damn, did that come? Like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, hey, if she knew that she would be mad. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you kept from me after all of these years. <laughs> she, she just watched interviews and like, hey. <laughs> Alright, do you remember I knew it <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the words to your first rap? Like the first oh, rap you ever wrote. <laughs> what you thought we was gonna do softball questions? <laughs> no, but I remember really. I don't remember the first one, man. All right. Well, okay. if I really think back, I, I, I don't even know, man. It was a freestyle. Mm. But my first recording was a freestyle. But like, uh, I know that there's, there was the lyric "fuck nine to five in there. <laughs> fuck the school system and fuck nine to five. <laughs> I remember that in there. <clears throat> uh, oh, there's a couple things, man. My shit was, my shit. I was, I was really into cannabis, so mm -mm, I can't even. Oh do yeah. That. yeah, I just spit you an old thing, man. Was, <laughs> the time I be doing the crimes pursuit, when I get out of jail in the bit with the bitch, my dick out like it like that. After we fuck like that, grand back yeah. bounce the house, them rich, my black Timberlands, my gold chip stitch or some shit like that. Ah! That was like a super old one, man. <laughs> Tell me who your daddy is. Come to Papa Joppa with the load of fill your whole proper. Uh, Mr. Jones with the cure got him hooked. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. My shit, my shit, my shit, my shit don't even sound good. It'd probably be hot, but it don't sound good because it sounds too smart. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but intellectual smart is good, man. Good. Yeah, but I when I was when I, I listened to my shit from back then, I'm like, what the fuck was I on? <laughs> you know, yeah, this is hot, but what nobody's gonna ever understand this. 
Ever. My battlers will. Yeah, maybe. They're the intricate <laughs> But I wanted to be understood. You know? <laughs> yeah, but sometimes that intellectual mm. stuff is good. It, do, it does. Because, like, you gotta do it I well. listen to songs, man, where, like, you listen to it, like, 25 times, and then, like, that 26th time you realize yeah. something new, you're like, oh, fuck, like, that's what he meant by that. Like, yeah, but me, I was just being trying to be smart for no reason. Mm. There was no, like, intelligence. Just, like, mathematical yeah, equations dumb, in there, shit. Like, calculus. <laughs> and... <laughs> it wasn't no calculus, but dumb shit. Like, I'm saying shit like lyrical swords and shit. You feel me? Like, what's a lyrical sword? <laughs> it's a metaphor, bro. Yeah, I see. You feel me? Okay, um, what was your funniest tour story? Toy story? Tour story. Tour story. My funniest. Tour story. Oh, God. Really <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there was something that's pretty funny, man. Um, we had stopped. It was on the way to Vancouver. Mm. We stopped at, like, a truck stop or whatever. And then, like, uh, because we had just booked a show, like, in Vancouver, like, because we had no venue. And then we're, like, we're on the way there. So mm -hmm. we booked it the same. We booked it a day before. We had the show, and it was still like a very like successful show. So as soon as we got the okay, like we're driving, he's on the phone, um, and then he's like, "Oh, we got it." I'm like, "Okay." So I pulled over to truck stop to make the flyer, right? Mm -hmm. And then I think I was wearing my shoes, and I wanted to put my sandals or something. So this car is packed like a can of sardines, bro. Not the car, it's like an SUV, right? Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> oh shit. So then I go out, uh, I go out, I put my sandals on, I pop the truck, I put my sandals on, and then I put my shoes, and then I go, and then I'm just chilling, and then I go, I'm saying, do I do the flyer? I get back in the car, I'm like, okay, let's go, you know, stand up, we go, I go on the highway, I was just about to get on the highway, there's a guy on the side of the road, like, people are just looking at me, I'm like, what the fuck, like, as I'm driving, then when I get to the red light, the guy, uh, he's like, yo, man, like, your trunk is open. I was like, what? Is it your trunk is open? I look back, I'm like, fuck. So then we drive back, we've like found shoes and stuff ah! on the ground. Like, all the way back to the truck stop, there's a trail of shit, you know what I mean? But oh, the stuff was packed nice that like none of the equipment fell out, oh, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, but yeah, but I mean, I was just imagining, imagine I went on the highway, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, that would be bad. That would suck, man. Mm -mm. My shit, it was recently. So when I went to, um, before before Corona, I, we went when we went to the um, Bourbon Room, the one that I performed for you. Mm. I was super drunk that night. Oh yeah, like, yeah. super drunk. Like, but when I got that was on, the first the first one. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got on stage. That was six still. I forgot all about it. I was good till I got off stage, and then I got off stage and I went to the bathroom. I was there for like an hour and a half. Bless the heart, the guy that kept checking on me, he ended up calling me a taxi. Oh, but shit. he kept checking on me like every half hour. You good? I'm like, yeah, yo, just don't worry about me. After I'm done, I'll just get out. He's like, yo, I'll just call you a taxi. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you follow me? Elon, it's probably Elon. Yeah, maybe. That's some Canada shit. That shit would not happen in the States. Uh, they don't let me fuck. They don't let me. They don't let me sleep in my own puke. Uh, <laughs> Straight up, they would. They would. They'd be like, look at this motherfucker. Drunk as hell. He can't handle his liquor. You know what I mean? He got a Sharpie draw mustache on you. <laughs> Take wow. some selfies. <laughs> Have you performed in the States? 
No, I have not. Yeah, but this is something that I'm really planning on doing. I did three Canada tours. And so, like, Canada's like one of the biggest landmasses. And the States is right below us, man. So money is worth more over there. Mm -hmm. So 100% it's in, in my main intention to definitely go into the States. And I find that I think once I go there, then I think I'll be a, more established as an artist. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I'll be that one step ahead, you know? Yeah, you will be. Because I feel that, like, people, they're only going to start believing you once you're doing shit outside of your city. Mm -hmm. People people in your country, when you do shit, like, around the country. But then when you do it in the States, well, then that's more, you know? And it's like, exactly. it's like, I don't know, man. Exactly. It's the next step, bro, you know? That's why it's hard. It's hard. Well, you know what? The only thing that's up. hard. Huh? You look forward to open up. And that's why you got to hit the internet. You know what I'm saying? Don't you? You see? I ain't even gonna say it. I, I'll tell you off camera. But before we end, I gotta tell you why. Like, my man, everything, like, you had to be the first guest and all that. Like, you, like, I'll tell you the name of the person off camera, but you remind me of this guy from my hood. Like, he used to be in the industry. Okay. But he got blackballed. You know oh, shit. But he, like, had connections, so he got cheat codes and he helps people. Like, he'll, he'll do, like, a tour like you and then mm -hmm. have people, you know what I'm saying, like that? And, mm -hmm. like, it's a thankless job. It's a thankless job. You know what I'm saying? But, but you know so, what? Some people do it, like, thank you. Because there's not a lot of people that's, like, it's, like, envy. Like, oh, what if he hotter than me? Like, people, you know what I'm saying? People yeah. think about all type of other shit not to, yeah. let, to fuck with you. You feel me? And I fuck with you for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Appreciate that, man. But, like, to be honest, um... I think I, I definitely I'm I'm very convinced that I can pull it off. I think you know can. what I mean. I, think I pulled off like I think during COVID, twenty nine city fucking tour. You know what I mean? Like mm. we're the only ones in Canada that were touring that successfully did a full tour within that little gap. It was open. You know, so yeah. I think you know what? Like I think we make fucking history, bro. <laughs> too. So like you know, and and I I. The first tours, man, I booked them all myself, you know, but, like, you, you met Royal Peace, right? Uh -huh. So, like, I met him last year, and, like, he, like this year, I made him my partner, so now we're working together, we're setting up these tours, right? Like, if, if he wants in on the tour, then he'll be my partner, he'll help me set it up. So, with that being said, we can work twice as fast now, you know? So, like, we were on tour the whole month of October, I think it was, we had to scrap it. Because it was BC and there's new regulations that just came out. The regulations were changing every fucking week, bro. So then, like, it was the music had to be, like, a certain level. Like, loud-wise, it couldn't be loud, you know? But, like, so we still did shows, but they yeah. were quiet shows, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was uh, fucked, bro. But we still pulled it off. Yeah, i just been putting in work. A lot of the venues canceled, though, because there were venues. And all the venues were closed, so then it was... Um, no, sorry, all the... Uh, the dance halls or something like that yeah. or like the big banquet halls and so a lot of clubs as well they're all yeah. closed so then we a lot of our shows were like fuck booked at places like that so then we were like while we're on tour we're still booking as we go right so like i said earlier we did the Vancouver that's, show. that's that right there is like not even like like normal like people don't put money into their shit like that like what you just did you're like firstly you you putting a tour together 
And then during Corona, like you don't got you don't got no booking, you don't got no place, and yeah. you finding a place. Yeah, yeah. That right there is like yeah. an extra mile that not that a lot of people do. You feel you know me? What? A lot of people. <laughs> penny out of dime. Yeah, it's the truth. Not a lot of people do that. That's man. true, and I feel that we worked very well under pressure, and we're about to we're a lot we're able to accomplish a lot in a short amount of time because we're two people, right? And we're both focusing on the same thing. You know, it's like it's either we're doing this. Or we got no show, you know what I mean? So yeah. let's fucking do this and let's do it as best we can so we can have a fucking sick show, you know? So, I mean, that's, that's that was our mentality, man. And, like, even despite we um, despite the fact we booked in um, Vancouver the night before, we were still able to have a successful show. I mean, I had spoken to Lindsay on the internet uh, a couple of times and then uh, she was in touch with a lot of artists that she brought on, the Jack Drums and... Uh, there's a couple uh, more. Chia. Chia. And a few, uh, quite a few others that uh, I know came out and supported, which was really great. Yeah, so she helped us out on that one a bit. That was sick. Alright, so... And it was a successful show, man. It was pretty good. It was, well, there yeah. was only maximum 50 people per show you're allowed to have, right? Because of these COVID regulations. So I'd say Not we had bad. like 35 or something, 30. That was a little bit smaller. We were in a uh, smaller venue... It was such great love and support because artists came with, you know, maybe their families or friends. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a great moment. So that one out of quite a few of them. But you know what, though? I just remembered that that one, because we booked it the day before, we decided to make it a free show. That's right. Uh, and make money off the merchandise. Uh, you know, we'll try hey. to get more people and yeah. then they'll buy more. Yeah. It's like, so we sometimes we flip the switch, we change the ingredients. Because, like, if we try to charge people it's the night before. One, yeah. one plus one is two, man. You know, you so. Gotta, hey, you we, that's, adapt. that's what we did too. Adapt so it. that's why that one was fairly good. Mm. I think that was one of the rules. If we do book a show the night before, it'll be free. You know what I mean? I think we we did a couple of free shows, man. But we also it, it the merch it broke out yeah, on the merch, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure, man. That's what everybody said. Um, so um, where are you originally from? Uh, born and raised Calgary, Alberta, but mm-hmm. I live in Vancouver now. Okay, all right. Uh, what made you um want to get into any type of the industry? You got all type of slashes. I do. <laughs> <laughs>